y'all. Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Carol, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the Oscars. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> with, with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian McMillan. What's up? How are you doing? Great. How are you, Turi? We're across the country from each other. How wild. When is the last time we didn't watch the Oscars together? Never. Since I've known you. Yes. Eight yeah, years. I cry. Eight years. I can really cry if I think about that. Yeah. The, we watched the Oscars together the first year I knew you. <gasps> or no, maybe, um, I guess, because Patrick and I met in May, so it would have been 2015. Oh, uh, we really had a streak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What can you do? We're across country. I'm in North Carolina calling in. Adrian's in L.A. Yep. So we did not watch together, but we did text a little bit. Um. Yes. Were Julian and Charles texting you the whole time? No. Chunks, yes, but Chunks, no. Also, like, I was watching, I told you, in the hospital. So, like, it, it was like. There were dings. They, the they they come into your room like it. It was, and I told you today the um, TV remote like the sound only comes out of a remote in the middle of the room. Right. So like if you're not near that remote, basically there's no sound from the TV. So how did you have like closed captions on? <laughs> I had the closed captions on, but they were not consistent and delayed, of course, right? And they were delayed exactly. So I I told my dad very politely. I said, "Please do not get on the phone for the next like thirty minutes." <laughs> um, and then he was asleep after that. So on a scale of one to ten, how was your Oscars viewing experience? <laughs> a zero. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible, but I mean, what could you do? I had no choice. Did you find yourself, like, checking Twitter and stuff more? Only after the slap. <laughs> the slap I TM, mean, trademark. I mean, literally, it was like, once that happened, I was like, oh, well, I have to see what everybody's saying. And literally, I have not seen anything else about the Oscars other than that today on Twitter. Oh, of course. It completely overshadowed everything. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Yes. Or should we start there? What do you feel? No, get there. Okay, uh, let's start with the hosts. Amy Schumer. Yes. Wanda Sykes. Yes. Regina Hall. Yes. All killed it. I agree, but I do think in some ways Regina was maybe the odd one out. I see that. I don't see. I don't get me wrong. I don't know her career really at all. But yeah. she is she a stand up comedian or is she just no, like a comedic actress? Comedic actress versus Wanda and Amy, who are stand up comedians. Yes, uh, exactly. On top of also doing comedic acting. Exactly. I, I don't know. I don't. I've never seen Regina do stand up. So if she has, I haven't seen that. But yeah, Brenda and Scary Movie. I yeah, it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I think though they did a very very good job. The thought of like they're each gonna have an hour seemed to go out the window basically immediately. Right. Um, and I also thought it was weird like they all came out together. Yeah. 
then Amy basically had a monologue. Right. Fonda's monologue was baked into the piece of the Academy Museum, which was fun and obviously like a good place oh, yeah. for the museum. Yeah, of course. And then um, Regina, all of her bits were sort of with other people other than the COVID testing, which was also really funny. Right. So I see what you're saying as far as like, they didn't give her the moment that I think that they gave the other two. No. And I also wonder if that was a time thing <laughs> because they were like, we're going to come back for our third hour. We were already almost two hours and 45 minutes into it. Right. And that kind of went out the window, especially since they made such an effort to talk about how they were trying to condense, condense, condense and cut all these categories from like the live telecast and yada, yada, yada. It went over 45 minutes. The cut categories did literally i thought that made it really chopped up the pacing yeah it didn't make really any sense honestly i think that they've done do you know how like when oprah of course that's who comes to my mind when she won her uh honorary oscar yeah they show like the clip of her speech and when you're coming back from commercial or going into commercial yeah that to me felt more like these things also happened and here's how we're presenting them. Yeah. And the you way could, that they like, yeah, sorry, you go. I was going to say, you could tell they cut that aspect of it out when Samuel L. Jackson, like they cut Samuel L. Jackson, you know what I mean? It was very quick. They have always yeah. included a little portion of those speeches. And Samuel L. Jackson is like the biggest of the big, like why would they not include him? That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I also think there were some timing things that really were odd to me. Number one, Billy, who sounded amazing, yep. and like I'm thrilled for her. She, her James Bond thing should have been rolled into a secondary James Bond thing. Mm. That felt pointless. Also, uh, Remy Malik is there. Judy Dench is there. Javier Bardem is there. Why aren't they in presenting the James Bond thing? Right. Or like have Pierce Bros. Like have James Bond. Right. That Especially for odd. Daniel Craig, it was his last one. You know what I mean? Yes. That felt odd to me. Um, the thing also, which I thought didn't make sense, they spread out was Encanto had the two songs, the one that which was nominated, and we don't talk about Bruno. Which right. was like in the middle of the show yeah. made no sense. No, and if they should have put, they should have just said, "Here are like they did for Dream Girls when they had all the songs. And they sort of did like a medley, right? Do that and just say, here's the biggest song in the world, along with the Oscar nominated song.' Which, just as a side note, cannot believe that song was number one. The performance, I mean, it felt, I will say most of the performances, Beyonce obviously aside, felt like, like I love Reba. She sounded like she had never heard that song. Oh, it was, I told you it was terrible. But then you said, yeah. oh, we forgive her. She's a legend. I said, no. I forget. I'm never going to go against Reba. And the woman can still belt, sing, hit every note she needs to hit and sing her songs like iconic, but like, it just, it sounded like she couldn't hear the tune. Mm. 
And she's never sang it before and will never sing it again. That song came in a movie that literally no one watched and God bless Diane Warren, but like, it's like a paint by numbers song. And did she sing that song in the movie? It's in the credits. But she is the singer. Yeah, and she had a video for it, I believe. What? I think she's on a horse. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but also the we don't talk about Bruno, they felt like they couldn't hear the music, like a lot of them were off. Megan the Stallion was rapping to a beat that was not present in the song. No. And I was like, she mustn't really not be able to hear. Yeah, that has and to be the case. It was just chaotic. Exactly. Very rushed, very nonsensical, not fun to look at. Yeah. Also, like, that is the moment you're hoping that you're going to draw in, like, family. So that should have been the start. But not with Megan the Stallion. You're not drawing in family. That's true. But she wasn't saying anything bad. No, but, like, that doesn't appeal to children in any which way. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, but I also thought it was weird, like, Beyonce's was not there. It was, like, taped separately, like, via satellite. Right. So it felt like we were, we're at the Oscars. Now we're going to take you away from the Oscars. Right. That was odd to me, but at the end of the day, she I thought she was incredible. I'm telling you, on many levels, many, yeah. many, many levels, this is what I said on Twitter after the fact, after all yeah. was said and done, it felt like the VMAs. It did feel like the VMAs, like they'd never rehearsed them. Yeah, well, I mean, it just was so bizarre. And for like the first 20 minutes, I was like, okay, this is actually going to be kind of enjoyable. And then it just dragged on and dragged on and dragged on and dragged down. And it was just, you know, insufferable. Yeah. I will say another thing I think is like something they've never quite navigated correctly on the Oscars is there's this element of like, we want big reunions. Yeah. Which what happened to Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart? Did they make that up? That sounds like false information. Okay, I see the internet will tell you anything. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, no. But like, <laughs> You're so gullible. Um, I really am. Anything, <laughs> I'll take anything. Uh, but like, uh, they did a couple of reunions. The Godfather, yeah. Lightning, Can't Jump. What else am I missing? Um, Juno. Juno, exactly. I, I, in those situations, I feel like it should be every presenter is a reunion and we just keep it moving or it just it, it takes us out and then there's like five minutes where they're like oh Pulp Fiction was the other one Yeah, they're just like all awkwardly standing on stage and we're just supposed to be like wow they're together right? but two and a half hours into it it's like who cares yeah I'll just present it yeah of course just get it over with and god bless Kevin Costner but what <laughs> <laughs> he of course was I think trying to distract from the moment that just occurred five seconds before and that was the ultimate product if they had one flaw in the whole production when that moment happened there was too long of a gap between that and a host coming back out right Amy Wanda because Amy came out and she made a great joke moved it forward a little bit but, like, one of them, Regina, they should have been back on the stage the next segment. Yeah, of course. I'm sure they were scrambling and, like, what do we do? But, like, that's live television. Of course. You got to roll with the punches. 
Yeah. Now, were you disappointed with who won, thrilled who won? Very disappointed that Coda won. Yeah. Otherwise, I guess it, it was somewhat predictable in the sense of like what people have been winning um with the exception of jessica chastain which the whole room literally applauded and cheered when she won yeah i clapped my dad was like don't clap yeah i was like let me have fun it's the oscars (laughs) yeah that was a true joy um but otherwise, I mean, it was just the same old, same old. I'm glad Dune won all those technical awards. Um, oh, yeah. I'm very curious to see what part two does when it comes out in a few years. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, it was, you know, if you pay any kind of attention, just like me, of course, even though I say anything can happen, and of course anything yeah. can happen, there is, like, a general sense of what should happen. Yeah, definitely. And those spacing this year, they didn't vote for the Oscars until like a week ago. Right. Which really benefited Coda, Jessica Chastain, because Coda, they got them in front of a crowd. They were always all together. And of course, they're lovable. They're so fun. It's a great story. And, you know, I mean, you're seeing the representation literally right in front of you. And that really played into their favor. Right. Whereas Power of the Dog, which was what it like its biggest rival, we never saw those people all together. No, it really lost steam towards the end. Yeah. Um but I was thrilled for Ariana, her speech was so good. Yeah. Quest love, I thought his speech, and especially to go up right after what had just happened. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Oh, I know, but his speech was so sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, another weird thing I thought too is I didn't like that they didn't have the cast introduce their films. Sure. And especially like I just kept thinking that little boy from Belfast, like this is his moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know they always have the little kids up here like Jacob Tremblay, the boy from Jojo Rabbit. That's true. And I was like, where's his moment where he gets to go up there and be like goofy? He lost it. He didn't have it. Yeah, he did lose it. Um, and, but I, I was pretty, I was pretty pleased with most of it. Yeah, of I course. didn't think Coda was the best movie of the year, but. N- not by a million miles. Yeah, but I see why it won. Mm-hmm. And the first streaming movie to ever win, Best Picture. Yeah. And obviously Apple totally changes their game. I think so. Um, all right, do we talk about it now? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. In the face. In the face on the Oscars. I Honestly, it was one of those moments I could not believe my eyes. And I kept thinking, this cannot be real. And my dad was, of the only moments he was awake for were like that, the in memoriam, which was wild. Awful. And, yeah. You couldn't even see the people's names. Oh, so it, I think that that was fully in poor taste. I also don't love as much as I love to see Jamie Lee Curtis, uh-huh. Tyler Perry. Like I loved who, Bill Murray. They all had sweet things to say, but I just don't love that they pick three people and they're like everybody else is just going to be in the background of people singing. Right. Just show the screen full screen. Yeah. 
Um, but it was one of those moments where I just like truly could not believe my eyes. My dad was like, this isn't, he was like, that's not real. And so then I was on Twitter, like, did this just happen? And then of course I was doing the latest on Twitter where it's not like the top ones and you're basically reading gibberish. Um, <laughs> I was like, I just don't know what to believe. Yeah, no, you made the the good um, call in the way that it was reacted to in the moment in the room. In that yes. the censor was going was like bleeping what Will Smith was saying for like a full forty five seconds. You know what I mean? And so, and you could tell that Chris Rock was very flustered. He was stumbling over his words after. Yes. You know what I mean? That was bad. Very bad. I mean, like, so embarrassing for everybody. Oh, my. I cannot imagine what it would be like to be in the room when that happened. And Lupita, God bless her. Right behind him. Right behind him. But she was the best dress of the night. Easily. She looked great. She looked... If there's one thing she's going to do, it's turn a look. <laughs> I mean, every time, I'm like, wow. What do you think Jada did that made Will Smith go from laughing to slapping him in the face? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the whole situation is tough. Because in that moment, I was listening to Howard, of course, Howard yeah. and Robin, Howard's turn. And yeah. he said... And they were both discussing how, in that moment, the way that they perceived it was that, that he felt that he had to, like, prove something to her. And, like, a way of, like, you know what I mean? Of, like, saying, I'm a man, I'm strong, I'm standing up for you. Yeah. And he kind of went and said that in his speech. But at yeah. the end of the day, to say that, like, beating up on someone like that on like not beating up but like slapping someone who was like fully defenseless and not in any way attacking you and he i do not believe for one second that chris rock knew the alopecia thing i had no idea she had alopecia so like you know what i mean and we know everything about going on in the world so like that is just absolutely absurd yeah, Chris Rock, not that type of comic. Obviously, today we've all seen they've had, like, issues in the past, and he poked at them before. Um, but they're the biggest stars in the room. So, of course, they're going to get picked on. It was weird to me that Chris Rock was up there in the first place doing jokes when we had three hosts. Yeah, but he's like, a comedian. Yeah, and I get that. And he was, And he's funny, and he's great. And take the alopecia part away from it. Because, again, I highly doubted. And also, there's writers. Like, I highly doubt that's what they were going for. Well, apparently that was not in this. That was completely ad-libbed. Oh, okay. There you go. So even more of a reason to think that he maybe did not know that she was suffering from that. Yeah. But, like, him saying the G.I. Jane thing was really, like, a soft ball kind of joke. That's what that's what everybody said. Howard was trying to he like called Nikki Glazer and he was like texting with people. He was trying to text Rosie, but he was like I'm not going to text Rosie. He was like I don't want to yeah. bug her about this. But they were all all these comedians that he was talking to was like it was kind of a dumb joke. You know what I mean? It was not at all yeah. in any way shape or form at, at least for me perceiving it as something that was like a hard-hitting or like roast style joke at all. Yeah. So I'm guessing in the moment, he obviously was laughing. He turned, saw her face. The camera, of course, cut away when they saw her rolling her eyes. Right. And I'm sure he saw how upset she was getting. And he thought, you know, I'm going to stand up for her. I totally respect that. 
I saw like Bob the Drag Queen was saying earlier today, what we wish he would have done was go up there and say, isn't she the most beautiful woman in the room? Like, we're not going to talk about her and her, like, whatever yeah. like that. But of course, that's not what people, he's in the moment. He was upset. And I respect, I have no issue with him defending his wife. But slapping like, someone I, in the face on live yeah. TV in front of hundreds, like, not hundreds of millions of people, because only, like, 15 million people watched it. But the world. But the world, world in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I do not respect that at all. No, me either. I mean, it was bad. And it's just, it's tough, because it's Will Smith. No, like no, 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 no. I don't, that's not the right take here. I don't think. No, 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 I'm not saying, I'm not saying I defend the slapping at all. I'm saying it's tough as, like, an audience member, because it's Will Smith, who is, like, the most upstanding. It, I was, I don't remember who I saw this say, too, but it reminded me of Tom Cruise, with the couch it's like you he's like the biggest movie star in the world everybody loves him and then there's like a crack and that will be his career forever like he will never be able to untangle this moment from the, his oscar from his legacy yeah and he it's shouldn't wild. honestly it's just crazy, yeah like how he long really he shouldn't yeah he really should i enjoyed him i lost Every ounce of respect or any kind of interest in him as a human being for doing that. For him to think that that was like an appropriate response makes me like question the way that he thinks and like makes decisions and all that kind of like I don't like the heat like the heat of the moment like what was the heat? There was no heat. You know what I mean? He didn't he didn't punch her in the face. Totally. That reaction was not a warranted response based on what had happened. Had Chris Rock slapped Rock Will Smith in the face, maybe he could slap him back. You know what I mean? But totally. It, totally. it just, it, it is so unbecoming. That is like the yeah. perfect word. Yeah, definitely. It's also frustrating a little bit because Will Smith was essentially guaranteed to win last night. Yes. He knew 20 minutes later he was going to be on the stage with a microphone and endless time. He so, could have very easily went up there and be like, I did not appreciate that, Chris Rock. Exactly. Watching him process that moment and try to defend it and say the right thing and sort of like go through the motions of it in real time was honestly, it gave me chills. I was like, this is so horrible. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. I felt so, like, I felt bad for everybody. The people in the room. And then him, everybody her. stood up and clapped for him like nothing happened. Isn't that amazing? That honestly was probably what got under my skin the most. And they yeah. said it the best on Howard. It's the perfect representation of Hollywood, like, turning an, a blind eye. I don't know if it was just because they didn't know how to process it or what, but, like, everybody yeah. saw and heard what happened. So, like, I'm not sure how he either wasn't, like, escorted out or someone yeah. didn't come out and say something. It, it just felt a little like they were maybe uncomfortable to say something, but yeah, I, did, I really didn't like that. No, of course. It was awful. Yeah, awful. not and a like good representation too, of anything. Yeah. And the thing is tough, too, is like, there's that's it. That's all anybody is, takes away from the whole four-hour thing. It's 
it, all those other moments, like no one is talking about Coda today. No, well, that wouldn't have happened anyway. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's like the rest of it was like basically, essentially, for nothing. Of course. Um, but he apologized. Yeah. He put up an apology, which I will. I, you know, in, in that scenario. I would say I accept your apology. I don't forgive you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know how this works. This will play out forever. And I'm sure he will be. I don't know, though. It's interesting because they, as Will and Jada, obviously have the platform of their show. And part of me thinks that's how this will, you know, in my mind, I'm like, how will the PR spin on this go? Like part of me thinks they're going to talk about it there and Yuck. bring it to the red table Yuck. and like that be what this is. Yuck. I know. And part of me thinks that he'll go on Good Morning America or something at some point. Um, but yeah, really bad. Tiffany really Haddish said like, it was the most beautiful thing it. she's ever seen. Say that again? Tiffany Haddish said it was the most beautiful thing she'd ever seen. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. I Honestly, I can't believe we witnessed it. it. It's like one of those moments where it's like, I cannot believe the world sat there and watched him pop Chris <laughs> in the face. It's like, so uncomfortable. It. it is so uncomfortable. It, it really is. It really is. Um. Okay, one last thing, and then we'll let people live their lives. Who did you think was the best dressed? And who do you think was the worst dressed? I have to be honest. I didn't really watch the red carpet. Okay. I have to say one thing. Okay. Laverne Cox, her producers really did her dirty. (laughs) She didn't seem to have notes or cards. Or maybe she did, but she was really, she was totally different. Maybe she was flustered. You know that E doesn't get the grand rollout they do on the Oscars like they do on all the other award shows because ABC, like, holds it at the last bit. Mm -hmm. And she's just, like, on the press line. But she was totally different from, what did we watch her do, Critics' Choice or SAG Awards? Mm -hmm. And she was messing up a lot of shows, of names. She acted like she didn't know who the people were. She was asking people who were married who they were with, and it was, like, their spouse. Mm. And I was just like, this is not, like, E, that's, like, not the polish that they've ever had. So it was just, they usually, obviously, they're, they don't know all those people in every show they've ever been in. Right. Um, but look, I thought, like, she got through it on the SAG Awards. This one, the worst, Regina Hall. She's on that show Black Monday that's on Showtime or uh-huh. was on Black Monday. And Laverne Cox goes, I loved Black Friday. And Regina Hall, like, could not even muster, like, a laugh. She was like, Black Monday. And Ooh. then she was like, I love that show. Is it coming back? Ooh. And she said, no, it's it's over. And then, like, they talked for a second. And then she brought it back up. Is it coming back? And she was like, no, that show's over. Oh, my God. <laughs> there were so many little moments. And I was like... Did they not give her, like, a, like? does she not have an earpiece? Like, what is going on? That's bad. 
Um, so yeah, the red carpet was wild, but I think I thought Lupita looked amazing. Jessica Chastain looked amazing, but honestly, I liked her green dress that she wore afterwards even better. Yeah, that looked good. And she looked amazing. My worst dress, you already know. Kristen Stewart. I do not like shorts at the Oscars. Okay, you know, here's what's interesting. I mean, there's still no excuse for it, um, but... I was just reading this thing about how she, or watching, I think it was on maybe YouTube or TikTok, I can't remember. She is like in a contract as like the face of Chanel and they apparently have like a chokehold on her in terms uh-huh. of like what, obviously having to wear Chanel and they have basically only ever given her shorts and like sh- uh, some kind of jacket or blazer or like these weird s- skirts to wear and i thought in that moment if you have only two things to wear why wear shorts to a black tie event (laughs) i just there was there's so many things like not number one she's representing princess diana who is like the most elegant graceful fashion forward woman ever so like it just if there's ever a moment to wear a gown it's the oscars yeah this you know i thought the same thing too with uh rachel zegger's boyfriend who played chino in West Side Story? I didn't see him. Like, he wasn't wearing, like, a tie. He had, like, his shirt kind of open. And it just looked like he was going to, like, a wedding, not the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> in, like, an H&M now, suit. <laughs> yeah. Wesley Snipes had on shorts, but his was, like, obviously more, like, he had the red socks that looked sort of tied it in. He was going for more, like, something very fashion-y. Yeah, I like and- that. And again, he's Wesley Snipes. He's just there for fun, like as a presenter. I loved what Simu Leo wore. Oh, yeah. He looked amazing. Yeah. Beyonce looked amazing. Yep. Um, yeah. But Kristen Stewart, I will say what she wore to the Vanity Fair, I think she looked beautiful. I mean, she's stunning. I just like, she looks like she was on the hills. Yeah. I think there, there just have, are so many other things that she has worn. At other events, that would have been better at the Oscars. Yeah. Well, that's okay. But it's okay. She was fantastic in Spencer. I do not take that away from yeah, her. Yeah, we'll forgive her. Uh, did you like Timothy? No. <laughs> I've seen so many people going back and forth. I accept it because of Tim, but like, no. I thought like you should have worn something nicer. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> sure. no, 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 no. Um, okay, any last things you want to say about the Oscars? I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I'm already ready for next year. Will you be here? Who knows? Don't even joke. Here's what I think I've de- I've determined, especially from looking at the Academy Museum Instagram. I'm going to that event next year. Now, on the ABC red carpet thing, they showed the people at the red carpet thing there. No way. They were showing in, like, spur. well, it, you know how that was essentially a commercial for the museum. Yeah. That whole broadcast was. Um, and they showed the people going. They looked wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I will be going to that next year. Okay, well, I'm good to know. Yeah, you're going to have to have a party at your own house. Okay, great. Um, all right. Well, you just heard it here. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we can't wait to hear what you have to say about the Oscars. Let us know your takes. We'd love to hear them. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian McMill. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian McMill. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.